0: Welcome to Negotiation Made Simple, the podcast designed to help you master the art of negotiation and win your next deal. I'm your host, John Lowry. Over the last 15 years, I have helped thousands of people master the art of negotiation. Now, I wanna help you. Through this podcast, it's my goal to teach you the skills you need to become a master negotiator. Every episode, I will share practical tips that will help make negotiation easier, give you more confidence, and ensure that you win the deal, not just in your professional life, but in all corners of your life. We'll also have some fun along the way with Q and A's and interviews and coaching sessions. Whether you know it or not, there's too much at stake for you not to be a master negotiator. So join me every week here on Negotiation Made Simple. With that said, let's jump into our first episode Episode one of Negotiation Made Simple. When I say the word negotiation, what comes to mind? Many of us will picture a scene in life, buying a car or negotiating the purchase of a new house. Those are the big moments in life where we see ourselves as negotiators. Many of us will think about process and we'll think about the idea of compromise or this notion of give and take or the idea of having to bargain back and forth to try to put some deal together. Negotiation is a lot of things. In fact, I think that we will see that there is more negotiation going on than we actually recognize. It is an essential life skill, but it is also a business skill. And that's really what this podcast is about, is exploring the art of negotiation, figuring out how it is that we get through every day, not only in life and all that is demanded of us there, but also thinking about how we use this skill in terms of building our business, growing our sales, managing our people, directing our company, working out problems, solving conflict, all of those things. This process is so essential in terms of our success. So, let me ask you this question as we get started. And it's the question that I ask everyone that comes to a workshop or as part of a Lowry Group presentation. And we usually start it off where I'll just simply define negotiation for people. And the way that I define it is negotiation is a strategic communication process to get a deal or to solve a problem. Let me say that one more time. It is a strategic communication process to get a deal or to solve a problem. So let me ask you to do this. You're probably sitting in front of your computer, you probably got your phone close by. I want you to simply look back on your calendar. Go to last week and just scroll through your calendar. There you will see a bunch of meetings, a bunch of appointments, You'll see all sorts of things that you have to do, both professionally and personally. Then I want you to also think about your email inbox and think about all those emails that you get to where people are asking you to do something or folks are giving you some information about something that you have to react to or someone's trying to sell you something through your email. Just think back to all those moments to where literally we're making decisions about how it is that we are going to carry out our week. We're being sucked into activity that it requires us. And I want you to ask this question. How much of your time do you spend engaged in a strategic communication process to get a deal or to resolve a problem? Now, if you're honest with yourself and you really look critically, I think what you'll notice is that number is perhaps a larger number than you might have imagined. I mean, think about it for just a second. For instance, I have a young family and my kids have almost grown out of this. We literally got one more that we've got to get sleeping through the night, but we're almost through this experience. But a couple of years ago, let me give you a sense of what my night of sleep looked like. Typically, I would go to bed at about 10 or 11 o'clock. My wife and kids would go to bed much earlier than that. And it usually was about 1, 1 1.30, maybe 2 o'clock that I would be sleeping peacefully and comfortably. And then all of a sudden, there would be a nudge in my back. Now, that nudge, maybe some of you have been there, That nudge required no words. That nudge required nothing because of what came before the nudge. And what almost would always come before the nudge would be the fact that one of our children would appear at the door of our bedroom. Now, whether it be Weston, Brooklyn, or Deacon, uh, there would be a child standing there. Sometimes that child would be crying. Other times that child would be just wanting to come in and do what? To sleep with us. Now, that little nudge, that was my first negotiation of the day. That nudge was part of a strategic communication process to resolve a problem. The problem being the child that is awake at the door and the child that is now wanting to come into bed with my wife and I, and so that nudge was the my first negotiation of the day. Now, trying to be a good husband, uh, I would get up, and I would go, and I would greet my child, and I would almost always find myself in my next negotiation because I would go to my child and say, "Hey, we've got to go back to bed. Let's go," and then my Child would say, no, I don't want to. I want to sleep with you. I'm scared. I had a bad dream. This happened. Uh, They would make crazy stuff up in order to try to gain leverage, to try to get what they want, and that is to come sleep in our bed. And so here I would find myself in my second negotiation of the day. Now, kids, they're amazing. They have trump cards. Uh, They know how to win negotiations. Even though they're not as intellectually developed, God just for whatever reason has gifted children with a way to win the day. And so in this particular moment, the last thing in the world that I want to happen is for that child to start to cry. Because the moment that that child starts to cry, what happens? Wife wakes up, other kids wake up, I mean, this is a moment of real consequence. It will determine whether I'm back to sleep in 15 minutes or whether if I'm awake for the next two hours. Now, notice all of this is happening. This is negotiation. And I literally haven't even woke up yet. And I'm finding myself sucked into this process just to get through life. Now, if you're like me, you've probably made too many compromises in that moment because there are too many moments where that child has come straight into that bed and ruined the rest of the night's sleep. But it is part of life. And for the parents that are disciplined enough and have the processes to be able to get your child back to bed without incident, I totally commend you. You're a better parent than me. But what I want you to see is that this process that we're talking about The subject of this podcast that I think is so important for leaders and for parents and for employees and for salespeople and for public servants, uh, for all of us, this process is a process that we literally can't run from. It may be uncomfortable. We may not like it at times, but there is no way in the world that as human beings, we are going to avoid it. It is how we interact with each other. So with that being said, we might as well spend some time thinking about how to do it the best, how it is that we can leverage the negotiation process in order to do better in life, to become a better parent, to become a better church member, uh, to become a better volunteer at a civic organization, to become a better teacher in a school or a better police officer on the streets or whatever the case might be, this skill set can be critical to our success. So let me ask you this question. Now that we've defined negotiation, now that we've realized that our inbox is just full of negotiations waiting to happen, now that we know that our calendar is gonna require us and is going to bring us into the negotiation process based upon the activities there, Let me ask you this question. How many of you have been very, very intentional? And by that, I mean you've taken a course or you've read a book or it was part of your academic preparation for your career. How many of you have been intentional and dedicated time to developing this skill set? When I do this with workshops, the answer is it's less than 10% of people have spent time preparing for a process that they will acknowledge they are involved in 60 to 80% of their time. Pretty remarkable to think about. And so you ask the question, well, how is it then if if we're really not prepared for this process, we're not equipped for this process, how, how is it that people do it so well? And the answer is, is that people learn this by trial and error. People learn this by using this particular tactic and seeing how it goes. People learn this by exhibiting this behavior and monitoring whether or not that's successful or effective. Now, that is one way to learn, and that's the way that most people learn how to negotiate. And many, many people, they've learned how to do that, and they are very, very good. But there is a way, because negotiation is a process, for you to master this skill set, for you to understand it, understand the dynamics of this process, and by doing so, you will be better equipped to manage them more strategically and effectively. That's what I want this podcast to be about. That's what I wanna be able to offer you is some of those insights, some of that understanding, some process kinds of things that you can use to become a better negotiator. And I believe, and I would submit to you, that if you become a better negotiator, you will become better in every single area of your life. Your kids will thank you. Your spouse will thank you. Your employer will thank you. Your clients will thank you. All the people that you serve in life, they will thank you because you will be able to generate more success and be more effective at dealing with with the challenges that are just inherent in the journey. So, as we launch and we think about this, as we begin to explore ourselves as negotiators, what I'm going to do is, I'm gonna share with you some insights that I've acquired from my years of studying this process, from the privilege that I get of working with many people in terms of thinking about their problems as a consultant, but then also the opportunity I have in terms of teaching this process and working with people as they learn it. As a result of that, I've developed a bit of an approach and developed some insights that I think are very useful, and I'm eager to share those as part of this podcast experience. But what I'll also do is I'm gonna bring people to the table, people that'll be part of this podcast who I believe are masters of this process who do it professionally, and who do it literally at the top of their game. They know what they're doing. And through their experience, through their learning, through their knowledge, they also will be able to give you useful insights that will make you a better negotiator. And what I wanna do as part of this experience is I wanna make it interactive. And so I wanna invite you to submit questions, to raise issues to bring about topics so that we can deal with them on this podcast and we can be relevant in terms of the challenges you're facing as you embrace the negotiation adventure in life. And so between all of that, I think we will have a very dynamic time in conversation with each other to where we'll think about this process that can be so powerful in terms of helping us achieve our next level of success, whatever that looks like. So let me give you one tidbit today that I think can be useful, and then we will have launched this journey and I will be eager in terms of uh, future episodes and bringing more of this. But the one thing I would say as we launch this is to really think about negotiation as a process. Now, so many times we find ourselves in a moment of conflict, Or we find ourselves where we're trying to make a deal happen and we get into this moment and we are so focused on the substance of it that we lose sight of the process. That's what unsophisticated negotiators allow to happen. And in doing so, they make all their decisions or they develop their entire strategies based upon what they hope to achieve substantively. The problem is, is that hope is not a strategy. Hope cannot be how it is that we're going to negotiate. We've gotta be better than that to where we replace hope with a strategic approach that will allow us to deliver whatever that right answer is. So let me share with you a story It's a story from the business world. Uh, It's a story that, that I love. I was literally driving down Pacific Coast Highway in Malibu, California. I'll never forget it. I was headed south, beautiful, sunny California day with the beach on my right and the Santa Monica Mountains on my left. And I got a call from a CEO of a marketing company, someone I know, someone I've worked with. He called me up and he said, do you have a minute to talk? I've got a really big deal. And I need some help thinking about it. I say, go ahead. He said, well, this is the largest deal in the history of the company. We need the revenue. This will be a huge game-changing victory for my small marketing company if we can win this business. He says, we're literally down to the final two. It's us and one of our biggest competitors trying to win this deal. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to do a bunch of branding uh, for a particular company. And so I asked him, I said, well, tell me what the challenge is. He says, well, our competitor has undercut us on price. And the potential client has reached out to us and said, we would prefer to work with you, but we can only work with you if you can match or beat your competitor's price. And so we learned about their pricing And the reality is, is that if we were to do that, we would cut all of our margin out of the deal. Uh, We would grow revenues substantially, but there would be no margin in that revenue. And as a result, it wouldn't be a great deal for the company. And so he says, but I really want this business. I want to figure out a way to make this work. They tell me they have to be there. There's no ability to compromise how do I make this happen in a way that it's still a huge win for my company? And so what we did was we started thinking not about substance. We started thinking about process. And we started thinking about, okay, how it is that we are going to get the other side to the right answer. All right, let me point that out for you again, because that's a really important thing to remember. Okay, when we're thinking about the substance of a negotiation, What we're thinking about there is what is the right answer? And you all in your different fields and your different areas of expertise, you can tell me what that is. Uh, I can go to a commercial real estate professional and I can say, you know, what should I be paying per square foot for office space in Memphis, Tennessee? And a commercial real estate person has the substantive knowledge to be able to tell me what the market is and what I should be paying. The question though is... How is it that I'm going to put a deal together that gets me to whatever that right answer is? And obviously, I'd love to beat it. I'd love to perform better than what it should be. That's where we pick up real gains. And so what that requires us to think about then is it requires us to think about process. I'll tell you another little story just for fun. I'll tell you a moment about when I got fired. A fascinating little dynamic that occurred, where I had an insurance company that uh, I was doing a lot of work for, and they finally came and said to me, "They said, John, you know, you have done incredible work for us. We're so grateful uh, for the way that you've trained our people to negotiate. Uh, But the reality is, is that we just don't need you anymore." And I said, "Okay, well, you know, help me help me understand. uh, uh, How come I'm not bringing any more value? What happened?" And they said, well, consider yourself a victim of technology. And I said, "Okay, uh, what does that mean? And they said, well, we have this new technology program to where now we can put in all of the facts and all of the information around a claim. And this technology program, this software program, it will run that claim against a lot of data, a lot of algorithms, And it will tell us what the value of that claim is. And so as we look at our process going forward, we know the value of the claim. We're going to put that value on the table and we don't think we will need to negotiate anymore. And so I thought, well, interesting. You've got the right answer. The question becomes, are you going to get the other side to the right answer? And so I said, why don't you run that for, you know, 90, 120 days. Let's see how that works and let's touch base then. And so 90 to 120 days later, we touch base again. And the insurance company came back and they said, you know, this isn't working exactly like we thought uh, because, you know, we call up the attorney for the claimant and we tell the attorney what the number is. And you know what? The attorney just always seems to want more. Can you believe that? And. As a result of that, um, we found that it's actually harder to get these claims closed. Now, I want you to appreciate what just happened there, right? Here, technology delivered the right answer. Here, there was the ability to identify objectively what should be the outcome of this negotiation. But notice with me, there wasn't a very good strategy in terms of the process to deliver that right answer. And so you know what happened? Those right answers became the wrong answers. They didn't become the final outcomes because there wasn't enough attention paid to process. So I wanna invite you in to think with me about process. How do we get people to the right answer? And this is where we have a lot of fun in terms of thinking about psychology in terms of thinking about expectations, as far as thinking about communication, in terms of thinking about how we use leverage, all of these things that are critical parts of negotiation, this is the process element that when people know how to master process, they have more control in terms of leading everyone to what they believe is the right answer. Those are the folks that are really effective. And so as we embark on this journey to become more sophisticated negotiators, to become more effective at everything that we do, let me invite you to start that journey by thinking about the process and by opening your eyes in terms of saying, how is it that I can manage this process better? And so let me give you an assignment. I don't know if this has ever been done in a podcast before where literally, The audience is given an assignment. But what I want you to do is in your next negotiation, and it will come quick, I promise, to where there will be a problem that you have to solve or there will be a deal that you'll have to put it together. It may be in business or it may be at home. But I want you just to pause and I want you to just ask yourself this question. What is the process that I would typically use? And then step back for just a minute and say, is that the most effective process that I should use? And I think just by doing that, you will begin to train your mind to start to think about process before you act. That is the first step to becoming a more sophisticated negotiator. Now, we're not done yet. I'm gonna give you a lot of information. There's gonna be others that join me to give you information about how to make those really important decisions. In terms of what process to use, how to launch that process, how to manage that process. We're gonna bring a lot of expertise in so that you can grow a skill set that allows you to put processes in place that give you the best chance for success. But right now, I just want you to develop the discipline of being willing to pause and thinking about what is the best process, is what is instinctual to me. Is that the most comfortable thing? And even if it's comfortable, is it the most strategic thing to do or should I think differently about that? That, that is the beginning of an absolute, highly sophisticated master negotiator. And I'm excited about this journey as we think about this process, as we explore this process, and as we learn together how it is that we can better manage this communication that we use every single day to put deals together and to solve problems. I wish you the best in your negotiation adventure. I invite you to be part of this exciting podcast and we'll look forward to being with you again soon.